I started touring, and I'm out there, and I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to go on this big national tour, I got to be proactive, right? I was like, I got to be proactive if I ever want to be a mommy and have a family. And I had this idea about doing IVF and egg freezing. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm going to get a bunch of eggs, make a bunch of embryos with my husband, and then we're just going to put it in, like, 10 surrogates, and then I'm going to come back from tour and have, like, 10 babies, and I'll be, like, a whole Kardashian clan, and I'll just be the Kris Jenner I've always dreamed of being. You know, like, you better get your ass up and work, bitches. <laughs> Has anybody in here ever done IVF or egg freezing just by round of applause? Yeah, a couple girls. Listen, thank you for sharing, because I polled the audience in Arkansas, and they were dead fucking silent. <laughs> they were like, nope, not us, fertile fucking myrtle, bitch. <laughs> like, that's a weird flex, Arkansas. It's all the Tyson chicken, I know it is. <laughs> like I said, though, I thought I was gonna go in there, do the egg freezing, get a bunch of embryos, wham, bam, I'd be done with it. I go into the fertility clinic and my sweet doctor sat me down one day. Words I thought I'd never hear. She said, Heather, if you ever wanna be a mommy one day, I just want you to know we're gonna have to be very aggressive. You have no eggs. Can you imagine what it's like to be a 35-year-old woman and to hear that. You know, we spend our entire lives trying not to get pregnant. And then when you want to do it, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I literally was like never on birth control. I just took plan B like once a week. <laughs> so I got serious for a minute and I said, all right, doc, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Now, what people don't tell you about egg freezing and IVF is that sometimes it takes a lot of steps. And I just want you guys all to know right now, if you have a friend who's going through it, take them out to lunch, buy them a martini, because it's fucking bullshit what women have to go through. Men could never. The first step in this three-step process is a little thing. Um, they put me on this little drug that I like to call testosterone, okay? <laughs> Every day, I'd have to take a testosterone patch and put it on my right shoulder. And then I'd take a couple pumps of testosterone gel and just put it on the inside of my thighs. I guess for like my pussy to absorb it or something. <laughs> I swear to God, I was on testosterone for like a week and by like day seven, I looked like Guy fucking Fieri. <laughs> And I want to look every man here in the audience tonight right in the eyes. And I want you to know I see you. I hear you, okay? It is bullshit the way that people have been trying to put us down recently. They, they have no fucking idea what we go through. I was on testosterone, and I finally, for the first time in my life, finally understood why men were so, like, angry and horny at the same time. I couldn't explain it. I just had this dull rage brewing inside of me all the time. I would just like drive around and like pull in front of a Chipotle and I would just like call my husband and I wasn't crying, but I would just like sing Post Malone back to him on speakerphone. <laughs> it's like, I've been bumping pillies, man. I feel just like a rock star. <laughs> Dude, I was just driving around town in my Jetta just like with a boner, just like hands up, like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Going home to fuck.
I was so horny on testosterone, I literally couldn't go to Trader Joe's with my mom anymore. <laughs> no, she banned me, because she'd literally just find me in like the two buck chuck aisle, just like rubbing my genitals against the wine bottles, like, oh yeah, uh-huh, that is the spy. <laughs> She's like, Heather, how dare you disrespect Charles Shaw like that? <laughs> I was horned up. I was ready to go. I'd come home looking like Guy Fieri, and I'd just look at my husband and be like, let me tell you something right now, Jeff. Let's put a little bang-bang sauce on that dick and go to Flavor Town. do that. <laughs> so the second step is a little thing I like to call a vaginal suppository, okay? <laughs> so imagine like a little jelly belly that you get in your Easter basket, you know what I mean? <laughs> Except I'd have to take two of those and they were filled with progesterone, testosterone, and estrogen. And I would take two of those and every day I would just like place them inside of me and then just like pop my pussy. <laughs> And I would just like kegel so hard so they wouldn't slip out. I was literally like crip walking around town, just like, I got it. What's up? <laughs> so I'm on the vaginal suppositories for a couple weeks. My hormones are up and down, but I finally book a job. So I got to fly to LA. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I can, you know, put these in every day. I can go to work, feel like myself again. So I am flying to LA, and I'm in Atlanta at the Delta Sky Club, right? My mecca, yeah. So I'm standing in the Delta Sky Club, and I'm in like a really like low-key travel outfit, you know what I mean? I have on like some sick outfit, which is a big fucking fedora to make me look like an asshole. <laughs> and I'm just standing at the front of the Delta Sky Club, holding a glass of white wine, like waiting for my fans to find me. I'm like, any minute now, a McManiac will spot me in the wild. <laughs> And just then, sure enough, like clockwork, here comes this young woman running around the corner, and she's like, hey, girl, I'm tiramisu, bitch. <laughs> For those of y'all who don't know, that's our little code word. If you see me out in public and you listen to the podcast, you just say, like, tiramisu, bitch. And I just know, like, P to P, pussy to pussy, peer to peer, like, we're on the same page, you know? We're on the same team. Yeah. So she just kind of whispers. She's like, hey, girl, um, tiramisu bitch, big fan. But um, listen, I just wanted to tell you, um, it kind of looks like you sat in like a couple packets of mayonnaise. <laughs> I just looked down. And what I can only describe <laughs> is like a melted craft singles murder scene. <laughs> Apparently, when I was like going through TSA, right, I went to go sit down to re-put on my boots, and I sat down a little too hard and popped my pussy, and my vaginal suppository just exploded in my pants.
in that moment, I am fucking mortified. I have never been so embarrassed in my life. I am uncomfortable, and I just all of a sudden feel that testosterone start to kick in, right? <laughs> I feel that dull roar, and I'm just like, I am so embarrassed. I run to the bathroom in the Sky Club, right? And I take off my pants, and I start washing out my underwear in the sink, and women are just like walking in and staring at me. <laughs> and I'm like, look the fuck away, Claire! <laughs> I am transitioning, it didn't even mean to! Do you know what it's like to grow a dick on a Thursday? No, you don't. So look the fuck away. And then I just went back to singing Post Malone, like, I've been popping pillies, man. I feel just like a rock star. So we get through the first two steps, the testosterone, the vaginal suppository, and then we finally get to the third step, which is the one y'all are probably most familiar with, right? We have to do the shots. Now this is what was wild about it. They sent me home with a bag of drugs, a bag of loose needles, and like a pamphlet, like a one-sheeter <laughs> to like figure it out on my own. To me, this is like a major medical liability, like, I am a citizen, I am a civilian. I could barely figure out how to pay my taxes and register to vote. Like, you should not send me home with loose needles. <laughs> but I decide, I'm like, no, 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 I can handle this. I got this, right? And so I lay out the, the one sheet page, the little pamphlet on what to do, and I get out my drugs, I set them up, and I have my needles, and you know, I'm from Atlanta, so I was like, if we're gonna mix some drugs, like, let's make this a fucking fertility trap house. You know what I'm saying, though? So I get out my Le Crusette pot, and I have my Williams-Sonoma apron on, and I'm like, let's cook some fucking drugs in this bitch. I dump all the fertility drugs in one pot, and I just like turn on a little Gucci man, and I'm just like spinning around, just going like, look at the flick of the wrist, look at the flick of the wrist. <laughs> I mix all my drugs together, and then I take out all the syringes, and I pull out the right amount, right? Like I just get it out of the vial, so now I have all my dosages perfectly placed on a Williams-Sonoma cookie sheet. And then I take that cookie sheet out to my garage. Now, you know how every white woman has a white fridge just full of drinks in their garage? Yeah, yeah. So I open that fridge door, I slide that on top of my spindrift, and I'm like, I just meal prepped for the next two weeks. <laughs> so for the next two weeks, I have to give myself five shots every day. It was so difficult, but I was like, after I went through that, I was like, I can fucking do anything. So I'm going into the doctor's office the day before I'm supposed to do my egg retrieval. And my doctor pulls up the blood work and we're looking for the eggs on the ultrasound. And she just says, Heather, I am, I'm so sorry. I feel like we really did everything. You did three steps. But sweetheart, I don't know how to tell you this, but we just didn't have any growth on those eggs. We're not gonna be able to do a retrieval. And just then, one of the nurses runs in. And she's just like, hey, um, tiramisu bitch. Um, <laughs> Listen, I know this is probably violating every HIPAA violation, but I was listening to the podcast the other day, and you were bragging about how you were running a fertility trap house 
And I just feel like maybe it didn't work because did you read at the bottom of the pamphlet where it said, whatever you do, do not pre-batch the drugs until right about, till you're right about to inject yourself with them or they're no good. Y'all, I don't say this for you to feel sorry for me, but I just don't want you to make the same mistake as me. <laughs> I threw $20,000 worth of fertility drugs down the drain because I didn't read the directions right. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm not here to make some big announcement like I'm pregnant, I'm not. But after multiple rounds of trying, I am excited to share that my husband and I do have one baby girl embryo on ice. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. It's so crazy that I can even say that, right? Like science is such a wild thing. I now know that I have a baby girl somewhere. And it's really wild because, you know, like I already know, and I can be honest with myself, I already know I'm gonna be a terrible mother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this baby girl's on ice somewhere and I never once asked the doctor like, where the fuck she is? <laughs> She could be like tucked, awa tucked away behind like ground beef at a Wendy's by the airport <laughs> at the corner of rape and regret. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and as soon as you tell people that you have embryos, of course, they're like, well, when are you gonna implant? When are you gonna become a mommy? And I gotta be honest with you, I was so grateful to all the women who encouraged me while I was going through this process, but most importantly, the real bitches who were like, listen, Heather, take your time, right? Take your time. And honestly, it's kind of terrifying to think about bringing a new life into this world, right? With all this crazy shit going on. And then the other day, I was talking to Jeff, I was like, maybe we should do it now. And then we were watching CNN, and just then I look up, and Greta Thornburg's on the news, and she's just like freaking the fuck out. <laughs> She's like, everybody run for your lives. <laughs> the polar ice caps are melting. Greenland's on fire. <laughs> and it dawned on me. I was like, oh my God. What if right now my baby girl is defrosting and I don't even know it? Watch Heather McMahon, Son I Never Had, only on Netflix.